This is episode 67. It's episode 15 of the Business Mindfulness series. Did you know that November is Entrepreneurship Month? In this episode, I talk about the origin of Entrepreneurship Month and I share five things that business owners should do every month to effectively manage their business. I hope you enjoy it. But first, listen to this message from one of my fellow Latina podcasters. How many times have you attended conferences, watched YouTube videos, or read books about extraordinary people and their journeys to the top, but got to a point where you could no longer relate? Well, I hear you. I'm Viviana Soto, host of the Life Whispers podcast and member of Latina Podcasters Network. And on my podcast, I share the extraordinary stories of ordinary people. Inspiring, motivating, and relatable stories you won't want to miss. Find the Life Whispers podcast wherever you stream your favorite podcast. See you there. Hello, hello. I'm Giselle Martin, and this is Relate and Elevate. Bienvenidos. It's a podcast where Latinx business owners share stories of cultural identity and entrepreneurship. I believe consumers want to support businesses they relate to because it gives them a sense of community. Also, join me on my business mindfulness series where I share business tips and activities that will help you grow and sustain your business. So please subscribe to Relate and Elevate to learn more about closing the cultural gaps in the marketplace. Welcome to another episode of Relate and Elevate. So this is Oh, this is the 15th business mindfulness series episode. Um, you know, when I first started these business mindfulness series, I thought, oh, I'm just going to talk about this and about that and I'll just have like five or six episodes, but I'm finding more and more things to talk about. <laughs> so it's now episode 15. So this is the last day in November. It's November 30th and it's entrepreneurship month. I mean, did you all know that November is Entrepreneurship Month? I didn't know that. I feel like in the U.S. there are a lot of things going on in November that I wouldn't think that November is Entrepreneurship Month. But then also like there are a lot of like sales and things that happen like um, small businesses and uh, business owners and like yeah, just even big businesses, they have a lot of sales that happen because um, of Cyber Monday and Black Friday and just like holiday shopping. So I guess it's appropriate. I don't know. But anyway, according to daysoftheyear.com, in 2012, President Barack Obama declared that November is Entrepreneurship Month. And that supporters of Entrepreneur's Day are trying to make it an actual official U.S. holiday that would fall on the third Tuesday of every November. So I guess in addition to Entrepreneurship Month, they're trying to make a national Entrepreneur's Day in the U.S. So I guess we'll see if that happens. I don't know. But when I read this and when I was like looking into this, this made me think about like, well, why would like entrepreneurs need a whole day? 
um, like, what does entrepreneurship mean? And like, how does it relate to like the US and, you know, and all this other stuff. So I started thinking about all these things. And then, you know, since I'm like a natural research nerd, I just started research a lot of researching <laughs> all these things. So, um, okay, so the Google Dictionary says that entrepreneurship is the activity of setting up a business or businesses taking on financial risks in the hope of profit. So really entrepreneurship is just going for it and see if it works out. I mean, it it's really interesting the way that it's written taking on financial risks in the hope of profit. Um uh investopedia.com says that an entrepreneur is an individual who creates a new business bearing most of the risks and enjoying most of the rewards. The entrepreneur is commonly seen as an innovator, a source of new ideas, goods, services, and business or, or procedures, like I guess business procedures. So the entrepreneur is seen as an innovator. The entrepreneur is seen as a source of new ideas, as seen as a source of goods, a source of services, and a source of business or business procedures. Okay. So yeah, an innovator creating something, creating something in hope of profit. <laughs> I don't know why I think that's funny. I mean, because the way that like I see entrepreneurs is anybody willing to do whatever it takes to accomplish their goal that is beyond themselves like beyond a personal goal like if it involves more people it if if it involves some sort of transaction and I don't mean like a transaction like oh let me pay money for a product that is one type of transaction but there are a lot of other types of transactions right so like Nonprofit have transactions all the time. People donate money and then they use that money to um, create something. Or like if I donate money to somewhere, what do I get in exchange? Well, one, I get like the pleasure of participating, the satisfaction of participating in that nonprofit, knowing that I'm contributing. But I also get to put it in my tax return that I donated so like that is a transaction I do think that nonprofit founders are definitely entrepreneurs I think podcasters are entrepreneurs I think artists are entrepreneurs because they're really just like fulfilling they're putting themselves out there they're fulfilling their own dream and sharing their art expressing themselves through art sharing it and even if they don't get like exact like okay this is what I'm thinking about like in an art gallery artists put their art up there for sale but there is some sort of transaction happening when a person goes in and admires the art. So like the person puts the art, maybe it makes an art piece, it could be a sculpture, it could be something. And so like the transaction is the person receiving it is 
the the person observing it and taking in the piece of art is also some sort of emotions have been invoked they're consuming the art that was created i mean that's also a transaction magazines are very transactional too like you're consuming the information that is there even though as a even though i'm not paying for the magazine okay let's say an online magazine i don't pay for it um i don't pay for the online magazine but I am consuming the content of a magazine, but then somehow the magazine owner figures out how to support it in hope of a profit. (laughs) Um, But anyway, like, I just think that this word entrepreneur is not used enough in our culture, in our Latinx community. I believe that the ability to be an entrepreneur or like the entrepreneurship qualities like live inside of all of us like we have all of those qualities um it's just really interesting the way that the idea of an entrepreneur is so different in many different communities and in different like ethnic ethnic communities like Okay, so I also looked up the word emprendedor because that's how you say entrepreneur in Espanol as emprendedor. It means que tiene una persona que tiene decisión e iniciativa para realizar acciones que son difíciles o entrañan algún riesgo. So that means a person that makes decisions or has the initiative to um, make actions, like make things happen um, that are difficult or you enter, they enter in some sort of risk. Um, So another risk factor here. Um, Another definition for emprendedor is una persona que establece y desarrolla Una empresa o negocio. So it's a, a person that establishes or develops a company or a business. Which is like very similar. I mean, it, that's what an entrepreneur is. <laughs> Although I really like to say it in Espanol mejor. Emprendedor viene de la palabra prender. Which means to turn on like a light. And I really like that because I feel like as entrepreneurs... We become entrepreneurs when we find that light, that switch within us that we just turn on. We flip it on and we're like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm going to do this no matter what, whatever it takes, whatever risk it takes. I'm going to find a way to make it happen. And if that way doesn't work, then I'll try a different way. And I'm just going to do whatever I need to do to just make it happen. So, yeah. I think that we don't use the word entrepreneur and entrepreneurship for the people in our communities, in the, in POCs, in BIPOC, in Latinx communities, in communities of color, in whatever phrase you want to use, non-white, non-white privileged communities, (laughs) basically. I mean, because really, I mean, like, growing up, like, in 
in the U.S., in traditional school system, what were the stories of entrepreneurs that we all learned? I mean, I, if I really think about it, there's stories of the great entrepreneurs in the U.S. are J.D. Rockefeller and Henry Ford and people who got rich from the gold rush or something in California or current modern day or closer to current <laughs> entrepreneurs like Mark Zuckerberg, Jeff Bezos, um, all the investors on Shark Tank. Like, those are entrepreneurs. I mean, with the exception of one one black shark in the Shark Tank, all of them are white. Just two of the women, two of the ones on Shark Tank are women. But all of them are white men. Like, so when we think of entrepreneurs or, or growing up when I was taught about entrepreneurs I really thought of just like old white men like chilling on like the 27th floor of this huge building and their company that they built and all the workers working on all the floors underneath them um but in reality entrepreneurs are not like that and you know, this is another reason why we really need ethnic studies in our traditional U.S. school systems. That's a different conversation. Anyway, um, but the truth is that we all know entrepreneurs and emprendedores, and we've known them our whole lives. And this whole, like, tradition of entrepreneurship is has been passed on from like generation to generation you know like we all have a tia that sells jewelry you know or a tio that that fixes cars that's el mecanico right or some or a cousin that probably sells tamales and like oh yeah yeah my prima let me I'll just tell her to make tamales for the party but you pay her right because that's what she does and then maybe we have an aunt that bakes cakes for parties or or things like that um but yeah I mean if you take a moment and think about your parents generation even your generation your primas and primos your tias and tios and your grandparents generation and their siblings and cousins like we all know people in our family I mean I started a series within this podcast called Familia Emprendedora and I interviewed both of my grandmas, my aunt, one of my grandma's sisters, even my mom and they all share stories of entrepreneurship from when they were young or older but one of my grandmas has been sewing her whole life and that's how they made a living just not just working in factory sewing, but also like being the local community seamstress. Like that's an entrepreneur. My other grandma, she said she was in her teens when she would go cut up the fruit and sell raspados and fruta out in in the plaza in Mexico. I mean, that's an entrepreneur. Like that is what it and the definition of like I literally said the definition of it earlier. Una persona que tiene decisión, iniciativa para realizar acciones que son difíciles o entrañan algún riesgo. I mean, it's risky to get your, put your money together, go buy fruit and cut it up and buy a block of ice 
and then go put yourself out there and sell it? What if nobody buys it? Like, that's a risk that you're taking. And even even in the English definition is the activity of setting up a business or businesses taking on financial risks in the hope of profit. I mean, everybody, like our Theo that's a mechanic, he probably has a full-time job or he probably set up a shop, but he's doing it. He's using his skills and his talent and he's setting up a business in hope to make a profit. And this is why it's so important for us to pay full price. I'm going to say that again. It's important for us to pay full price for to people who own businesses in our families, who are our friends. The closer they are to us, the more that we should pay because the money is, is going directly to affect our own family members. Like, seriously, I, 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 I need to say that again. We need to pay full price to our family and friends who are business owners because the money that we are spending on those products and services are directly affecting our own families and circles. Yeah. So this is why also business owners need to stop giving discounts to your friends and families. I mean, maybe you could have perks, like that'd be kind of cool, like a little extra something, but not discounts. <laughs> um, like, yeah, give me the insider or let me let me purchase the new product you're coming out like a week before you launch it out to the rest of the world. That's what I mean as like give your friends and family a perk. I'm not talking about like giving away free stuff, but yeah, it is so important that we support ourselves. And so this is what entrepreneurship means to me is putting yourself out there, doing whatever it takes, taking a risk. I mean, putting yourself out there is a risk. Investing your money into something is also taking a risk in hope of a profit, right? Um, so I really hope that you all are celebrating Entrepreneurship Month by buying from small businesses, local businesses, and just take an inventory of your family members and your circle of friends. Take a small business inventory. Like, who owns a small business? It can be as simple as putting it on our, our personal Instagram page or a personal Facebook page or sending a group text or a WhatsApp text or even an email if people in your family read emails and just sending a message and be like, hey, I want to support small businesses in my family and in my circle of friends. So can you please just send me the link to your businesses? And that's it. If you want to purchase something, purchase it. If you don't, you don't. I mean that's all we can do is start supporting the people around us first. Like for me, that is the best way for us to honor Entrepreneurship Month. However, I choose to live my life this way. Like I choose to shop small and shop locally, like pretty much almost all the time whenever I can. I mean, for the past like over 20 years, I've been boycotting Walmart and things like that. Um, but 
Anyway, again, that's another topic for a different podcast episode. <laughs> okay, so, but what I do want to leave you with are five things that we should all do as business owners. These are five things that we should be doing monthly besides our regular operational activities that like need to be done daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, and things like that. Um, I'm not talking about things that you need to run your business. I'm going to talk about five things that we should be doing to manage our business, to help our business be sustainable, to help our business grow, right? To plant the seeds to help our business grow. So here are the five things. Number one, listen to your customers. Number two, money matters. Like pay attention to your money. Number three, evaluate your support system. Number four, this is what I call ABB. Always be brainstorming. (laughs) ABB. And number five, learn something new. So again, these are monthly things. Like every single month, we should be doing all five of these things at least one time. Spend some time to do these things. So I'm going to go over them again in more detail. Um, So maybe this time write them down. (laughs) Uh, Number one, listen to your customers. They provide a lot of good feedback. You can send them a survey on Google Forms, create a poll on Instagram stories, or use a tool like SurveyMonkey and send them an email with the link or send them a DM with the link. Um, It just depends how you communicate with your customers. Send them something there. It could be a quick email and be like, hey, uh, how do you like the products? Or is there any new products that you think I should offer? Like, that doesn't mean you have to do everything that they say, but it's really great to every month spend some time getting feedback from your customers because they're the ones spending money on your business. So they're the ones that have a need for your business. And without the customers, your business wouldn't exist. It would just be you and a whole bunch of stuff. And it wouldn't be a business because you wouldn't be not even hoping to make profit because you're not selling anything. (laughs) You'd just be taking the risk and no hope for profit because you're not selling anything. Yeah. Okay. Number two, money matters. Managing your money, paying attention to your money, it's important to consistently track the money coming in and the money going out. If you regularly track this, it'll be easier for you to create a profit and loss statement at the end of the year. Also, your sales can give you a lot of useful information. So if you take a look at your sales for the month and be like, which items sold more of, which items didn't sell. Um, it, It gives you a lot of useful information. And then if you're asking your customers and be like, hey, how did you like this product? Like if you notice that one of them is not selling that well, and then the ones who did purchase that product, ask them what their thoughts are about it. And maybe you need to change it up. Okay, number three, evaluate your support system. Well, first of all, do you have a support system? I'm not talking about like your employees or 
um, like that kind of support for your business. I'm talking about who supports you, the person, the business owner, who supports you as an entrepreneur. I'm talking about the people in your life that are always happy to celebrate the little things that happen with your business. I'm talking about your mentor. Do you have a mentor? This would be a good time to evaluate your support system because your support system should include a mentor. And also, when you're evaluating your support system, think about when was the last time you thanked them? When was the last time you thanked your support system and said, hey, thank you for being there, for supporting me. Maybe send them a special little mentor discount code for their support or something. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> um, okay, number four. ABB. Always be brainstorming. Keep a notebook to write down all of your ideas for your current and future businesses. Yeah, because we all know that entrepreneurs, once you have one business, you have all these ideas for other businesses. <laughs> However crazy you may think that your ideas are, just write them down. Just all you have to do is just do this once a month. Keep like one notebook somewhere on your bookshelf somewhere and just be like, this is the ideas. This is the ABB notebook, the always be brainstorming notebook, put a timer, but I mean, you can put like a 20 minute timer and just write and write and write and write and write and write and write all of your ideas. You may end up turning your crazy ideas into a very successful business or adding to your business that, you know, may be very, very successful. You never know. Sometimes those crazy ideas are the best ideas. Okay, and the last thing we all should be doing every month as business owners is learning something new. We always need to learn something new because we need to add new skills. You know, we're, we're taking a lot of risk and we're learning a lot of things by doing and running our business. But it's important for us to challenge ourselves, to step out of our comfort zone, read a new book read, it could be a book for fun, just, we'll learn something from it, right? A different perspective. Um, learn, like, take a, I don't know, take a online class on how to use a new software. Um, it could be learn something new to help you run your business better, or it could be just to learn something new just because it makes you happy, like you're fulfilling something, a part of you that's making you happy. Um, but yeah, that's really, really important for us to spend some time to continue to learn, to challenge ourselves, to step out of our comfort zone and learn something new. So I hope that all of these things were useful and I wish you, um, well, for me, I declare that every day is entrepreneurship day. So yeah. I don't need some U.S. president to declare a month entrepreneurship month. I declared it here on this podcast. Every day is entrepreneurship day. So <laughs> let's celebrate ourselves every day. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Relate and Elevate. Find me on Instagram at Giselle's World and on Facebook at GM Strategist. Make sure to visit my website, GiselleMartin.com 
And please, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Hope you have an amazing day. Bye.